Hi, I'm Mary Kathleen Scott, the artist and printmaker behind Breadcrumb Studio and the voice here at Discovering Breadcrumbs. My encouragement and thoughts to grow and work towards your purpose. This is a part of the Cultivate Project, a once-a-month project where I explore mindsets and practices we can cultivate and nurture to bring more care to ourselves and ultimately to others. And for a short time, the Strength Collection is available as an art print or as notebooks, but they're only available until August 17th, 2022. After that, I'm moving on to the next month's Cultivation Project. As I sit here writing this episode, I'm unsure even where to begin because I have so many thoughts surrounding this month's focus. Maybe it's because I need to work on this right now. But fair warning, if I get away from you on this episode, keep listening. I'll bring it back around somehow. Also, I want to say beforehand, in this episode, when I speak of anxieties, I understand clinical anxieties are something to be addressed with a licensed professional, and I hope that you find this episode encouraging or motivating enough to find the help you need in that area. Licensed professionals are the way to get that help. They can even help those of us facing light anxieties or other issues, and it's always good to seek that help out. We're not meant to do this alone. Change is hard. We do not like change. Oh, maybe, okay, sometimes we do. (laughs) But hear me out on this. I think we all agree that we need to change. And it's when change is forced upon us that it's especially hard, though. And But in those moments, if we face our changes with strength, we can often find a lot of goodness in them. Strength allows us to actually grow and move forward, to come out of our hiding place and to move and do with purpose. It allows us to make changes and waves in this world. Without strength, though, we stay where we are and we accept what is because that's comfortable. Even if we're living a comfortably hard life, we'd rather stay there because it's comfortable. But this is hiding. So many of us are hiding, including myself. For me, it's hard to come out of my little shell. Maybe it's the introvert in me, but I try to keep myself small because that's more comfortable and I'd rather be there than ra- rather than being seen. But to reveal ourselves and stop hiding allows us to walk in purpose through our lives. And that takes lots of strength. We hide in things like social media. We hide behind masks we've crafted. We hide in Netflix or any other on-demand show without commercials. In our homes, we hide. Do we actually want to work from home or are we trying to hide? And I'm guilty of this because I work from home, but I have to work to actually get myself out of the house and go meet other people. But hear me out on this next one. It takes strength and we are hiding without strength (laughs) in the groups and circles of people who think, act, and live like we do. 
I think that's the toughest one to grasp. It's the toughest one to see and recognize. And it's definitely the toughest one to come out of our shell from. And I have to say it takes a lot of strength. But when we do have that strength and begin searching out other people who are different from us, who think differently, who have different opinions, who act and live differently than we do, then we tend to learn and grow a lot. So we cannot fulfill our purpose, much less even know or step forward into our purpose by hiding in these shells. We have to first put away the fear and the anxiety that comes with stepping out of hiding and actually take that step out in strength. So I wanted to illustrate this in a more allegorical way. And what better way than in Genesis with Adam and Eve and the forbidden fruit in the Bible. Um, I, I think most of us know this story, but God searches and searches after Adam and Eve have eaten the fruit. He searches for them. He is looking all over them for them, calling to them, asking them where they are and where they're hiding but they're definitely hiding (laughs) and why are they hiding they've eaten the forbidden fruit since they've eaten that fruit you can imagine the fruit that they were not supposed to eat you can imagine the anxiety and the fear that they had to step out of their hiding place and actually show themselves to God who's looking for them but also told them not to eat the fruit so it's kind of like I imagine it to be like a child Knowing that they've done something wrong, they ate that cookie they weren't supposed to eat and went and hid and are ashamed and afraid and to come out guilty, to come out um, when their parents begin looking for them. But for Adam and Eve, this begins a whole new journey. And actually, I might even argue for God, this begins a whole new journey. They step out. Adam and Eve do step out. They step out into the unknown space with their fear. And they held on to their fear. And But they it took some strength to step out and let God know where they were. They were unsure of how he would react, um, knowing that they did something they weren't supposed to do. So let me bring this back to us first. <clears throat> Often I think we hide because of shame, guilt, emotions, or fears, and we have no desire whatsoever to face those things because it's uncomfortable. It makes us squirm. But what can actually bring us out of our hiding place? I think love. If God is love, then love actually brought Adam and Eve out of their hiding spot. So why can't love bring us out of ours? We can find love in our purpose to pursue something bigger than us. It takes great amounts of love to have a purpose. So much that it sees out of us and then to others, making it much bigger than ourselves. And a part of that is starting with love within ourselves. But it takes strength to turn away from our hiding place and turn to our purpose, which we find rooted in love. And if you missed my episode on self-love, this is a great time to listen to that as well, because it begins with love 
within ourselves that we allow to spill out to others. And in that spilling out, we really have a purpose that becomes much bigger. When we step out and search for our purpose, our why and our way, which is begun with love, our or we begin working in our purpose. We're met with fear, with overwhelm, with anxiety, because we're stepping out into a new journey. And don't think that you're alone in having the overwhelm or the fear, the anxiety to start working in your purpose. Everyone does. And if you're not, then it's probably not big enough. (laughs) So... It has to be something big where we have this much love to give that when we step out, it takes strength and it's because it's something we're unsure of and often we don't see past a certain point. It's gray or dark and we can't see past that point, but we know there's something there and it takes strength to move in that direction. But here's what we do. Here's how we have strength. You focus on your why. It takes strength to focus instead on our why rather than on our fear. Our fear is where it's comfortable. (laughs) Why is hard. And this is living, whereas hiding is not living. Accepting those fears and anxieties that we have and say that's okay that we're fearful and have anxieties about this, but... We, if we focus on our why and what we can do today, in strength, we'll actually move forward. This is how we create change in our lives and hopefully the change we want, <laughs> the way we want. However, what happens when change is forced on us? I say it also takes the same strength and we must face it in exactly the same way. We focus on today and our why and we take those steps forward. So what does it look like to have strength? It's just like I said, we recognize and see our fears, our anxieties, and acknowledge that they are most likely there because of the unknown. And then we turn our thoughts from them and instead focus on what we can do today, the good in today, the what we are grateful for in today, and those things that we know that can help us change our mindset. I'm still working through how to have strength and let go of fear and worry. Um, It's like I said in the very beginning, this is something I have to work on right now. But I love to lean on the words from a mentor who put it visually for me. Um, He said that when asked if in facing our fears, worries, our doubts, if we're reaching for our swords... Or are we reaching for our blankies? This made so much sense to me, and it's something I often ask myself now. Am I trying to hide and comfort myself with my blankies? Or am I moving forward with strength and using the tools that I have to do so? I find it super helpful to acknowledge that what the blankies are. Um, It can be anything that assists you in hiding and making you feel better about hiding. For me, it's sometimes food or cleaning or actually any form of procrastination that seems like I'm accomplishing something, but I'm actually avoiding something else. It's all in the name of whatever good I'm doing in the moment. 
However, I'm not working in my purpose by doing those things or doing what is easy. So I created a goal this month for myself to do one hard or scary thing a day. So yesterday I applied for a fellowship and today I went to talk to a printer in person, which may not seem scary for most of you, but when I can't even stand making a phone order to our favorite pizza place, that was still pretty hard. I had to step out. And then once I did, I found out it was really super easy. So it can be simple or it can be more complex. But if you find yourself putting it off, do it. So for me, each day, I've written out one uncomfortable thing to do every day this month. And these are things that will help me advance towards my goals. So I'm hoping that will give me the big push to step out of my hiding place but I need to draw on strength to do that and those hard things moving through are uncomfortable but they'll help me reach my goals so our blankies I want to get back I'm sorry I veered off but my our blankies can also be a confirmation of your opinion by others uh, your blankie can be busyness and how about this one? It's a big one. This is one I think we all do, is complaining. Complaining is probably the number one blankie for most people, especially if we get confirmation by others in our complaining. Holding on to our blankies is like wallowing in our emotions in which we get stuck, causing us to sit in the passivity Picking up our swords, however, is acknowledging the emotion and instead of staying there, moving forward. Reaching for emotional blankies keeps us, keeps the focus on the fear and whatever is wrong and trying to search for the comfortable. Your sword, though, should be something that helps you refocus. We have to acknowledge the emotions and allow them to be, but, well, they are what makes us whole and human through the cracks. But... After that, we have to use it for good and not for passivity. What are some other swords we can pick up and use instead? I love using positive music. Music helps me work out. It helps me run. It's motivating. It helps me feel like I'm strong. And I use the same thing when I need to do something hard. I put on some good motivating music. And that helps me move. It helps me do the uncomfortable things. A second sword for me is exercise. Running makes me feel stronger <laughs> because it's hard. <laughs> and I know that I, I become more motivated when I go running because it is hard. And it like proves to myself that I can do hard things. This is hard. I can do this so I can do other hard things. So after a run, often I'm motivated to try something else that's hard. Two other swords that I think that come to mind but are harder to recognize are self-control and patience. They're really hard to um, learn to hold, but they completely help us in strength when we need to use them to get out of our passivity, to get out of our comfortable hiding spot. So I'm going to leave you today to think about all this and to ask you, are you picking up your blankies today?
are you picking up your sword? I hope to see you again soon. Bye-bye.